On episode 28 of the Holocronicles podcast, Josh and Andy do a little Resistance Reborn sizzle on the first three chapters, give a collector's tip, and flesh out one of Andy's creative fan theories for episode nine. The force is strong with this podcast. Pass on what you're about to learn. What up, Josh? Hey, Andy. I like when the bass drops right there. Boom. Yeah, yeah. we could totally me, bump this in a club. Yeah, it makes me like feel like throwing it back in the old Pinto. <laughs> you had a Pinto? Yeah, my, my best bud did, and we used to throw a, one of those big, tall wood house speakers in. Oh, yeah. Had like a 15 in the bottom. <laughs> totally the wrong ohms and all that stuff. So it was like a big, uh, like a big Kenwood uh, oh, yeah. tower speaker. Why else would you have a hatchback except to put a giant home speaker back there that would just go... And wire it up to like a 100-watt amp or something like oh, that. Oh, 100 watts. It was probably 20. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. All right. A uh, little look into our childhood there, or, or at least our teen years. Sure. Um, I had a Datsun 710. Well, actually... bragging. Actually, junior and senior year, I had a V-dub. out had a 72. Of course you did. Beetle. I can see that. It, it was a, a little hippie. Did you wear the Lennon glasses and everything? No. 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 But I had Chuck Taylors, man. Still there you cool. go. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Holocronicles podcast. I'm your host, Andy. I'm also your host, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Um, I'd like to start today's episode by giving a little shout out to some of our followers. We have on Twitter, we've got just over 750 followers. Got a few uh, that follow us on YouTube for whenever we put out the occasional video. <laughs> um, got a few, a handful more like on Instagram. Uh, Twitter's where we mostly hang out. But um, we at times, you know, mention some of our followers throughout our podcast, uh, some of our uh frequent flyers, if you will, but I'd like to give a shout out to some of, uh, some, some that maybe we haven't shouted out or at least not in a while, Josh. And I'm talking to you, Rez. Hey, I'm talking to you, Mr. And Mrs. Daft Pond. <laughs> both N of them, huh? Yeah. Both of them. Nice. Both of followers. Yeah. I like it when couples follow us. It's nice. nice. Um, Woody up in Alaska. Shout out, buddy. That guy's cold right now. Probably <laughs> a lot. I hope this Probably warms your heart, Woody. Yes. <laughs> uh, Vindiana Jones. Vindiana. Love Vindiana. He's, he's a toy freak. liked by Vindiana like five minutes ago. Yeah, he's a toy freak. I appreciate him. Uh, Clown Baby. That's an awesome name. He's got some He's got some cool stuff. Uh, Michael Condon. Uh, the Drennan Boys as father as and son. Awesome. Really like those guys. So shout out to you guys. More members of the BMB. Mm, unite. Hashtag BMB, Blue Milk Brigade. Yeah. And one thing that I really like about our, our followers, Josh, is that we have followers from all groups. We don't, you know. We, we don't discriminate? We don't. We don't because sure. what, you know, whether, you know, we've got new fans we've of the Star Wars stuff. We've got old classic fans, original sure. fans. You know, the age groups, 20s all the way through 50s. Um, guys, gals, uh, from all points of view when it comes to the star Wars worlds. And, uh, one thing that, uh, I think allows us 
to have followers in each of these kind of groups um, is the fact that people love toys, right? Toys are right. fun. They're fun. And, and it's not a hot take to like a toy or to not like a toy because I think people who are into collecting, whether it's Star Wars or otherwise, I think you just understand that everybody's kind of into their own thing. And, uh, you know, kind of like the Funko motto, there's something for everybody, <laughs> right? And so uh, <laughs> there's something even for nobody. It's, it's crazy. Yes, there are things for nobody as well. <clears throat> but toys kind of are, are, I toys think- Toys unite a, us. Yeah, they're kind of a common ground. That Whether if you're a, a Raylo or if you're a Hardliner original trilogy, and, you know, not a Disney fan, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I mean, it, it, whatever your perspective is on the current state of Star Wars, there's a lot of uh, people that can at least agree that toys are fun. Well, I think we all share something in, like, it's- it's, you know, if you look at it from that perspective, we all share something in common with toys. I spent, you know, if you want to you know, point out just Star Wars, we're never going to be kids again. <laughs> Unless you're a kid out there on Twitter, fine, but we're never going to be kids again. And, and so we're still, we're all connected to the feeling that we had when we first opened that toy. And uh, especially as a collector, I know that we're all, we've talked about this before, but we're chasing that feeling. I think we talked about it with Dominic Pace. You know, you're, you're chasing that feeling a little bit and then you're hoping to pass it on to others and have them share that experience, you know, and, and, uh, or you can get excited about when somebody else gets into it yeah, too. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I, I love, I love seeing people get pumped about getting a new or an, or a vintage, uh, toy that, you know, that they've been kind of after and yeah. I, I can relate and I am just as happy for them as I am when I get something. Right. So Fun. I think that's a good point. I like, I like you pointing that out. We, we do have a diverse group of followers and opinions. Um, but, you know, hey, we all love Star Wars, wherever it may show up in our lives, right? Yeah. And we all love toys. And that kind of reflects how we like our Star Wars. You got it. Uh, Josh, I got a collector tip for you. Let's do it. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip! This was alluded to last week, as of right now. What's the date today? The 6th? November like 6th? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're only six days away from the Mandalorian, <laughs> baby. Oh, don't bring it up. Okay. I'll right. be able to focus. Later, later, later. Um, last week, I, I got a new uh, Lego set. And uh, the Lego set sells brand new for $3.99. It's, uh, it's a Cloud City set. Um, mm, yeah. Um, and it's got, it's like a, it's a circular set with four, kind of, it cut into fourths where each fourth was a different room or area of cloud city. Um, and it has a slave one landing pad and it's nice. got a, a little cloud car. It's got a lot of little extra, you know, doodads and, and the, the catwalk where Vader and Luke had their famous, I am your father. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry. Um, confrontation and, and there's a, there's a bunch of figures and it's just, it's a really cool set. Well, it's, it sells for three ninety nine, brand new. Sure. You know, and that's, says nothing to the tax or anything like that shipping if you have to get it sent to your house. But, um, we have a, we have a bricks and minifigures store in town that sells new and used Legos. And I was able to get that set because I happen to know the, the owner of the store, not previous collector tip, get to know your local store owners, store owners, exactly. store owners for toy shops and whatnot, especially is, the local guys. That is very high on the to-do list. If you're into collecting, no, no store or owners, but, um, I, 
I, t- I send him a text every now and then, Hey, you know, cause I, you and I both have an appreciation for Legos and especially like the ultimate Col- collector series. And, um, you know, so I, I just happened to send him a text like, Hey, anything new in the shop, you know, just kind of, and he texts me back the next day. Uh, yeah, I got that, uh, cloud city set. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how much? And, uh, I had a little bit of credit there from pr- previous purchases and I was then able to end up getting it for about just over half of what wow. it would cost brand new. Wow. And you know, 400 bucks is nothing to sniff at sure. 200 bucks. Isn't, you know, yeah. that's a lot of money f- to spend on Legos. But if you're really in the Legos and you're trying to do it on a budget, or if you were trying to maximize how much you can get, um, you know, it's good. The collector tip is to check out used Legos. Sure. Um, sometimes you're going to get them already put together and that takes away some of the allure to Legos. Cause I, I sure do love putting them together. I know. Right. You, I think and, that's the, the point of Legos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, teach their own, but it does seem weird to me to buy pre-made Legos. Um, I, I would agree with you if not for the fact that it looks like a set piece almost it's big. Like, mm. like I, I, I got it and it was already put together. Oh, you did. So I just stepped on you. Sorry. You didn't. No, no. There are people out there that are totally fine with getting a Lego that looks awesome and so, it's already put together. So on that, do you want to take it apart and put it back together or are you, ha- are you fine with it just like that? Cause that's actually a good question. Cause I don't know how I would feel finding one already put together. Well, I think if you were to ask me, what would I rather I'd rather put it together. Right. And that way I could get, you know, my son involved and like you have done with your daughters and right. Um, that's awesome. Like that's a really cool way to bond with your kid and actually at the end of it, have something to say, yeah, we did that. You know, Oh yeah. We put that together. You know, that's kind right. of a nice feeling, you know, intrinsic feeling once you've accomplished something that you can look at and um, you know, it's not that instant gratification, which Seems to be so problematic with these millennials oh, these, these days. Kids these days. <laughs> but if, uh, it, like, there's, like, we're talking thousands of pieces to sure. put together in this set. So am I, am I disappointed that I don't get to put it together? No, because it looks awesome put do you, together. Do you want me to come over and accidentally knock it over? Well, <laughs> I, I made the <laughs> comment. Baggies. I made the comment to one, you know, speaking of being on Twitter, like when I posted the picture of it, um, you know, it, it came with the box and the instructions. Right. And uh, I said, this will come in handy for when my three-year-old daughter eventually mm. goes uh, Godzilla through T-Rex, the streets of mean, T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah T-Rex with a W R E X X. Yeah. Tova, she, when she, she inevitably will, will destroy it. Sure. So I, I know eventually I will get to put some or all of it back together. Um, but no, it, I would prefer to put it together, Josh, to answer your question. I'd prefer to put it together from, you know, from the baggies right. to completion. But for this one, it was such a big set. I'm not... Not too sad. I'm not too sad that it was already put together because okay. it looks... It, at bottom line, it looks awesome. So collector tip. If you're on a budget or you're just trying to find a less expensive way to uh, get some get some Legos, look go the used route. Um, you know, even if it's missing a piece or two, finding you know buying a, a piece is not 
it's not it's not bad. I've done it plenty of times. And no, uh, and you can usually, especially if you get it from like the minifig store, they're gonna have extra pieces you can go yeah. back. That'll bring you back, you know, and you'll get the season another good good bargain, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's the collector tip. Do with that as you will. Um there's a lot of Lego fans out there. Sure. I there's mean, a lot of Legos. A lot of Legos. A lot of Star Wars Legos. That's a expensive funk hole right there. What a leg hole. Leg hole. Yeah. Leg hole. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing at that. But I know. <laughs> a leg hole sounds funny. Yeah, it does. Actually, I thought of Some it. have two. Leg hole-less. Leg hole. Yeah. No. Anyway. All right. Well, that's a good tip. I like that. That actually uh, makes me want to go check it out. Um, if we want to stay on Legos, just so you know, I'm currently putting together the uh, Triple Force Friday Yoda. Yeah. That's my... And it's hilarious the how gre- it looks. The gremlin Yoda? Yeah, There's here's a cool thing about Yoda is we're putting them together, and right now it only looks like scaffolding because you have to build it up, and then you're going to build Yoda around it. Mm-hmm. But there's a part of the scaffolding. I'm saying that really interestingly. You scaffolding. S- you scaffolding. That, um, that uh, has, <laughs> it's it's right up near the chest of where the chest of Yoda is going to go, mm-hmm. and they made the bricks right there red. It's like pecs. it's his little... Well, no, no. Like his little heart. Oh, little Yoda heart. Oh, a little, little E.T. Little, little Yoda heart in there. But that's just kind of the cool thing about Yoda, or not Yoda, Legos, is that they hide stuff that'll never get seen in the final product. That means something. That's what I found with the Tantive. Question. Yeah. Does Yoda have a heart? Of course he does. What are you, are you a monster? I mean, not like the figure. He's probably got like seven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever asked that question. Of course before. Yoda has a heart. Right. I mean, we're talking about, it's a humanoid, basic, you know, maybe it's in his ears. <laughs> like, do you think his, do you think his BPMs are, are higher because he's a smaller creature? Well, that's why he's going to take it real slow in between battles and then boom. Yeah. All seven hearts activate. And he's, or, he's like got an extremely healthy heart because he can go from like resting state to exercise back to resting state very quickly. No sweat. Have you seen any sweat on Yoda either? Maybe he doesn't have glands, sweat glands. Maybe he's not glandular. This is probably far enough. We need to leave some mystery to Yoda. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> we don't we don't need to see how the sausage is made, right. so to speak. Um, Yoda sausage. So, Josh, we are a month away from episode nine. Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. We are. And I was just watching some uh, reaction videos to the first you know, at celebration, the first trailer. Sure, God, it's so fun. You are you are hooked on those. <laughs> I love videos. them. I absolutely love them. They're so genuine. You know, true, true joy. I yeah. love it. Love it. But, um, the rise of Skywalker, even at two hours and thirty five minutes long, which is reportedly the length of the movie, even at two hours and thirty five minutes. There seems to be a lot of things that need to be answered in that time, especially given. So we've gotten like three different trailers, right? Two trailers plus a D23 kind of teaser, teaser kind of mashup thing. Oh, right. Yeah. And all three trailers are, are very different in, in what they're showing and how they're showing it. And they're, they're not, it, they're perfect because they're not really saying anything, right? But they're leaving, they're throwing out a lot of ideas and a lot of mystery, I guess you could say. And uh, I just, I just started writing down all the things that you know, from even from the Force Awakens 
through The Last Jedi, now to the last movie, like what are some things that we still don't have closure on or we don't have answers to that episode nine needs to potentially address? And I say needs with air quotes because not all of these things are going to have answers. Right. Um, but I just started writing down all of the things that we have questions about. So you got like a top 10 list or <laughs> five or 20, 20. Like, oh, like 20. So that's what you need to do is maybe prioritize. Like what are the things, is that where you're going with this? No, I was just, I was going to throw them out there and, and you tell me, I don't know, let's just rapid fire this. And, uh, and, and see One, two sentence answers only or two word answers. Yeah. Um, first of all, is Palpatine in this movie? Yes. Okay. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. Uh, because they definitely want you to think that he is. They're trying real hard, which is uh, really the, the, that's the bait and switch right there. Right. Right. Like they're not going to take the big reveal. It's, it's going to be something it's going to be. I mean, this isn't a two word or sentence answer, but that, that's why, right. that's why I say yes and no. So, uh, so I bring it up because, you know, we've seen a throne, we've heard a laugh, we, we have, have a, a, side, a side hooded figure, right. you know, but no, fa I mean, so as much as they want us to think they haven't actually, and, and this, this is why the trailers are perfect sure. because they have just generated a lot of talk. You don't know if you're listening to a recorded message. We got some of his wraiths that are spreading the word, you know, we don't know. Exactly. Um, but, but that is a question that needs to be answered. Is he, and in what capacity, right? You know, uh, the same with Luke and Leia, you know, how much are they in this movie and in what capacity? Because Luke is allegedly dead. You know, he's a force. No one ever really dies. Right. Thank you. Uh, but he could be, you know, a force no, ghost or gone. holocron sure. or, you know, whatever. Um, and then Leia, of course, actually literally not being with us, but having some yeah. put together scenes, like sure. what's, what's her role and the capacity that she's in. Um, who is Zori and Janu? Couple, sure. A couple of new characters. Yeah, right? That's what we need. More characters. Uh, Babu Frick. What'd you call me? Um, coming in, <laughs> um, you know, I, we kind of know, at least we think we kind of know what his role is. He's a, he's kind of a little fixer guy, fixer. Yeah. A little hacker. Um, we have seen Ben Solo and Ray in three different scenes together. We've also seen Kylo though. <laughs> Yes, we have. Am I jumping you? Sorry. No, but we've seen them in three different shots together in three different places. So they're together on screen in the trailers three different times. Right. And so that leads me to think that they're going to be on the Potentially same. four if he was flying the TIE fighter. Well, the, I'm, the I'm, in, I'm including that oh, one. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. So the, so the TIE fighter, oh, the backflip. place, yeah. The backflip. Death Star. The... Okay, so so that's what I'm saying. There's our outside, there's our inside. Yeah, and those, the yeah, and and plus then white room, the white room. mystery yeah. white room. Where's that? So so maybe potentially four different places. Okay, yeah. so definitely three. So they're going to be sharing a fair bit of screen time. Now, why would they be doing that? Are they working together? Well, no, they're clearly battling each other in a in one or two of those scenes. Mm. So in anyway, it's a honeymoon. These are these <laughs> these are questions that maybe need to be resolved, you know, in some 
capacity. Um, there's still the question out there, who is Ray? Sure. Like maybe it has been answered and they're not going to go back and try to address it at all in the rise of Skywalker because maybe the answer, mm. well, it, we may not, or you may not, or I may not like how it was answered, but maybe that is just what the answer is. I feel like is. they have an opportunity to be like, we didn't answer it all along because it's this. Well, you know, that's de- how I feel. Definitely. I mean, but, if they want to spin it properly, but if they don't, but if they don't, they can always say that question has been answered, right? Because there are some people that have said that. The question has been answered. I see. Now, whether people have accepted that or not, that's a different question. But, you know, so, but there is that question that's still out there that maybe we'll get more clarification or maybe it will get answered in a different way, Right. you know, in this movie. Maybe it'll just be in the scroll at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how you solve some stuff. Like yeah. Maybe it's the two, scroll, two hours and 35 minutes because they got know, a 17 minute scroll. Don't underestimate the stuff. scroll. There is a lot of content in the scrolls. You got it. In fact, Rogue One was made from a sentence in a scroll. Exactly. So exactly. we can cover a lot of ground in that scroll. Don't underestimate it. Um, all those rebel ships in that one scene. Mm. Right? Sure. So the rebellion or the, uh, you know, the resistance narrowed down to pretty much the uh, Millennium Falcon crew at the end of The Last Jedi, and now there's all these ships, okay? How does that happen? Um, similarly, all of those uh, destroyers, mm. those OG destroyers with the big cannons underneath them. Now, I will say this to those two right there. I just want to see and find out. So when it comes to the, the, for me, when I saw the Star Destroyers, I'm just like, cool, yeah, show me. I even spec, you know, no speculation. We kind of threw out there the dead armada, you know, and mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you can go an outer, the outer rim, which, uh, in, the, Oh, I think we'll totally get answers for sure. That. But I just want to like, show me. It's just another question that right. needs to be addressed in right. the movie or, or sh- will probably be addressed in the, sure. In the movie. Um, what planet is the death star wreckage on? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. Uh, You know, and there's all this. That can happen in just one line of dialogue, but right now it's an unknown. Um, Is it DS1 or DS2? We feel like we have a pretty good idea. It's got to be two. Two, but, you know, who is Snoke? I think we'll get that, and I think it's going to be as thrown out as Snoke was himself. It's going to be like, hey, this is who Snoke was. Deal with it. And he's going to be this, uh, you know, the path to Palpatine. Yeah. But okay. not as important as maybe we thought he should have been yeah. because of his role in those movies, his Palpatine-esque roles. Mm-hmm. And then it'll just be, no, he was this. He was there all along. He was a puppet. He was a puppet. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to almost see him be discarded like uh, <laughs> he wasn't number two. Who are the Knights of Ren and what's their role? That I don't, you know, you I'm know? excited to see. We, uh, we only know that they are Kylo and his knights. Right. You know, and I think you get some more answers to that if we read comics and stuff, but, but I don't. Yeah. A little so. bit. Um, but, but they don't necessarily make the comment, uh, the uh, movies w- with all of the, uh, supplementary material in mind. Mm-hmm. They, they do try to make the movies so that just your average watcher of the movies can follow along. Sure. They might throw some hints or some Easter eggs or some nods to some things, but those usually aren't like major plot lines. Sure. Um, that's why I don't. But we know they're going to be in there. You know, we've seen outfits and yeah, yeah, screenshots. 
and Funkos. <laughs> Lots of Funkos. Lots of Funkos with the Knights of Ren coming out. They're pretty cool, by the way. Um, Entertainment Earth has some that are coming out in January. I put my pre-order in today. <laughs> <laughs> the, they're like You're uh, a funk there's hole. some there's some like metallic sheen. You know, they look really sh- kind of like sure. A, it's the third version of the same Funko. Is that what you're saying? No, it's the second version. Okay, it's okay. The second. It's only the carbonized, second. something like that, but caramelized. Um, caramelized. Uh, why are C-3PO's eyes red? Why is Ray holding a knife in the white room? And why is Chewie's bandolier sitting I don't know on? I'm reading too much into Chewie's bandolier. There, I, I feel like I. Well, never mind. I don't feel like it's the demise of Chewie and someone's carrying his bandolier on. I think he probably figured out he never uses that damn thing and he wants to go <laughs> in his birthday suit. <laughs> he's gone. He's going full. <laughs> he's he's uh, what do they call that? Going uh, Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done. <laughs> Porky Pig. Or yeah, maybe he had to go swimming. Winnie the Pooh. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you there too. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean bad things are happening to Chewie, but, uh, man, I hope not. <laughs> it's, right. more, it's more of a hope, yeah. you know? Well, we didn't, we, yeah. Anyway, we never thought they'd bump Luke off. So here we are. Yeah. yeah. Never know. You never Took know. Took care of Han. Um, you know, the role of the big guns on the destroyers. I think they'll just shoot things. You think that's what they're Yeah, for? definitely. Mostly at a downward angle. I hadn't considered that. <laughs> um, and then one... Uh, to me, it looks like a precursor for like an, another world, a mobile, a more mobile world destroyer, you know, type yeah. of scenario where if we get, you know, a hundred of these things, we can, you know, I, I don't know. So Death Star Light. Death, yeah. Death, you know, can't kill, can't kill all of us. So we can split up now. My, our biggest mistake was putting our big weapon into a, a moon size, <laughs> easy to find. Yeah. And uh, no hyperdrive or did it have a hyperdrive? It did have a hyperdrive system. Interesting. Um, the biggest mistake was allowing a vent to go. Yeah, that is it. Never. A vent shaft right, yep. right through the heart. Yep. Um, and then one of the biggest questions, like what the fudge was up with that dark ray image? Now that is, that one I just, again, just show me because I, I don't get it. And obviously... Oh, we'll find out. Right. Was it a vision? Was it, you know, a flashback, flash forward? Or I have a crazy idea about that, Josh. Flash sideways? (laughs) 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 No, not a flash sideways. That made me laugh, though. Thank you. I'm going to take a sip of this real quick. Okay. By the way, uh, while we're waiting for Andy, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to fill anything in there. (laughs) Um. This this week, Resistance Reborn came out. Yeah, by Rebecca Roanhorse, and one reason why I was really excited to read this book because I'm not always excited to read the books, you know, the Star Wars books that come out. I uh, there's a couple that I really want to read. Most of them I'm kind of eh, about. Um, I know you listen to audiobooks a lot more. You consume those books a lot more than I do. Yeah, but, but I have no recall, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think I read that. Yeah, pretty pretty sure. That <laughs> sounds familiar. Um, but one reason I was really looking forward to reading this, and I've and I'm, you and I both started, we're both three, four chapters in, um, was because with all these questions that are out there, I don't think even at two and a half hours, 
the movie's going to address all of them. And right. so that, that makes me feel two things. One, they're not making the movie necessarily to appease my curiosities. They're going to hit the big stuff. Of course, they're probably not going to answer everything. So the discussion can continue and more stuff after the movie, you know, whatever. But I also feel like that they're going to try and check off a few of the boxes, maybe in a book like this. I fully believe they are because I know that they checked off boxes in the aftermath series. They're boxes that weren't specifically addressed in the force awakens. But if you went back and read, you went, Oh, that's why that was kind of like that. You know, I can't think of one specifically now, but I do remember having some aha moments during, you know, well, the battle of Jakku for one, right. I mean, not that right there is right. your opening scene. So now you have a little background to, to back it up as far as what happened. And then I, I absolutely think that the books, you know, because to your point of saying, Hey, it's in the book, you know, yeah, you may be a little clueless right now, but go read the darn book. By the way, this is Nicosphere, and books are part of the supporting cast with these, you know, same as comics and same as... Yeah, you know, this is Star Wars... Animations. 8.5. Right. This book is Star Wars uh, episode 8.5 here, you know, and for those that are listening that don't know, Resistance Reborn takes place in between The Last Jedi and leading up to The like, Rise of Skywalker. literally, they're flying away in the Falcon. Yes, a f- it starts off a few yeah. long days. Right, a few long days. After they'd left, uh, oh shoot, what was the name of that planet? Crate. Crate, yes, thank you. And I'll be damned, I got a planet right. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You got some recall. Taking off my headphones, I'm out. You got some recall, Josh. <laughs> it's not just... Uh, Bong water and bad decisions. <laughs> but uh, oh. no, that's my Tommy Boy reference. Um, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, reading this to hopefully check off a few of these boxes so that the movie doesn't have to answer all these questions and we can get, you know, some a precursor, like the, exactly what this book was intended for, right? To fill in between the two movies. Right. Um, and there's, there's three things, Josh, that I wanted to bring up in the first three chapters. And okay. I know you have read. And so if you, if you haven't read this book yet, um, we're, not, we're not going through the whole book. No, just three chapters. Just the first three chapters. And, and I don't think... I don't even know if we have a spoiler I don't here, think other than Leia's still alive. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So Leia talks, you know, they're, they're just, I guess the, the, the plot line is not a mystery. They're trying to gather up support for the resistance. Right. And, and they're figuring out how they can do that when there's so few of them left. But spoiler alert, nonetheless, if, if you want to go in completely blind, we're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about it a little bit. So push pause, uh, or fast forward about 10 minutes no, it's right. 20. No, I'm just kidding. No, about 10 minutes. And then uh, we'll get to, a, we'll mark it for you. A crazy idea here. Yeah. Well, well, so one unique thing about this experience right now is you're reading the book. Yes, I am. And I am listening to the book. Yes, you are. I feel like I have the advantage. Um, one, because why is this the high ground? Mark Thompson is the narrator. Fair. fair. Winner. Fair. Mark is the man. He's awesome. And um, I was just showing you his Poe. His Poe. That's very <laughs> William Shatner. Captain Kirk. <laughs> but um, this, well, maybe when I read it, I have Mark in my head maybe speaking you do. it to me there. Maybe you do. Or you could use, you know, Poe's voice from the yeah. movies. True. <laughs> Seems weird. <laughs> that would be. That seem more appropriate. First thing, Josh, uh, there's an interaction between um, Ray and Leia. And, uh, 
Ray's nervous. She doesn't know. She feels like she's got a lot of weight on her shoulders being kind of the, the last Jedi, you know? Sure. And she's not sure how to do this. And Leia feeling the same way, but trying to keep, you know, being Leia like and trying to keep the, we can do this. We're going to do it. You know, we're fighters and, you know, trying to keep that, but having those same kind of doubts, just not expressing them. Um, and they both have lost people that are meaningful to them and, and, uh, you know, kind of shared experiences just at opposite ends of the timeline, you know, right. Ray being young and Leia being at the, towards the end. Um, there's a, just a brief exchange where they talk about Ben. Right. And she says, uh, I wanted to help him, but all he wanted was for me to be like him. Right. And I couldn't do it. Yeah, it was a telling piece. Something, I mean, it was brief, but it was, and I, and I don't have the quote in front of me, and I apologize, it's not word for word, but that is essentially what she was saying. And Leah, Leah responded with, only Ben can save himself now. Right. And, or, you know, yeah. yeah. So I automatically see that as foreshadowing. Okay. Ray tried. It didn't work out. It's on Ben. It's on Ben now. If if it's going to happen, it's because, well, and and Leia then says, and I'm not sure it's what he wants. Mm-hmm. Which to me is a little more telling. In the other side, is if if we have questions about Ben's motives, etc. You know, Ray kind of confirms because we were wondering, like, join me. What did that mean? Did that mean let's balance the force together? That's we've heard of that a lot. Instead, Ray kind of points this out in the book. He wanted me to go to the dark side. Essentially, he wanted me to be like him. Yeah. 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 I guess. I mean, you could also read into that several different ways too. Yeah. Kinda. Anyone can spin anything. Yeah. However, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever glasses you're looking exactly. through is the way you're going to interpret it. As long as you like toys, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, like to me, I read that as like, I, I don't, I don't see or feel or anything romantic in that statement. Me neither, but but that doesn't mean that, that there's doesn't mean not room not, yeah. for that. Yeah. Just because her motivation to, because she's obviously worried about him because she asked about him. Instead of right. just being like, I hate this guy, you know, I want to kill him. Or, you know, it's my You're job. A monster. It's my job to take him out. Her, her first question to, to Leia is tell me about, you know, yeah, Ben. What happened to Ben? What happened to Ben? And, Why did he turn? And so that's not really pointing towards, you know, not like how do I defeat him, but rather yeah, how that, do I understand that could him? be you know the Star Wars version of uh, Facebook stalking somebody just to sure. kind of get the vibe, you know? Sure, by going to their friends by list going and <laughs> checking out the friends list, <laughs> looking at old pictures. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't give away all the all your secrets. Well, I'm not on Facebook, <laughs> so uh, come to me. <laughs> but yeah, so you're right. She. She at least is interested in him enough or cares about him enough to ask and find out more about his story because there's definitely questions surrounding him and what, what happened and why. And, you know, as, as the son of Han Solo and the son of Leia Skywalker, you know, those are pretty big people in, in this galaxy and, and what went wrong, you know, how, how that happened is, and it's a fair question because that happens in real life too. You know, you seemingly have parents that have some things figured out and, but there's a kid that goes off the beaten path and sure. Everybody asks, well, what happened? You're like, well, I, sometimes you don't know. Like, so, they, I mean, I, 
Han and Leia know, like Snoke got into his head and maybe that was more of a Palpatine thing than it was a Snoke thing. And, you know, but he got tempted and he succumbed to the temptation for whatever the reasons were. And Ray asked about him. Sure. And she will try to help him. There was one part of that conversation that made me go, what is she talking about? Is when, when Ray's concerned about like her role and Leia's like, you can do it. And was like, we didn't define what that role is. I don't know what that, you know, that was interesting is Leia's encouraging her to stay strong, but we still really haven't defined other than Ray. Yes. Being the last Jedi, but where does she fall as far as her role in the resistance are, is Leia expecting her to confront Kylo you know, in that regard, I don't know. That's to me, was like, is that foreshadow? Is that just leaving that open because we're going to answer it later? Or did we kind of just assume that Ray is, you know, per her role in the movie <laughs> and her screen time that she now has a role to fill, you know? So that was an interesting yeah. part of that convo. You know, I think, I think with that, we will find out along with Ray. There you go. You know, but Leia is encouraging her. You can do it. All right. And it was like, do what? It. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, you can do whatever that means. Because they haven't defined like she's on a quest to to to, you know. I don't know what I don't really know right she's now just, what Ray's job is. She's she's the Jedi representation of the Resistance. I guess so. I mean, we know what Poe's job is. Yes, per the next chapter. Yeah. So, you want to talk Maz or Poe next? I'll let you. I choose. mean, they're both kind of in the same. I know, but they're. Two different angles, though. Which what, what do you want to do? Well, let's just go in order. Let's go Poe. Okay. So Poe, I do like the movie The Last Jedi. But one of my biggest critiques, and I've said it a few times, mm-hmm. if you listen to this podcast with any regularity, you've probably heard me say it at least once, that one of my biggest critiques of the movie was that Poe routinely gets people killed and nothing really bad happens to him. Like he gets demoted from captain to whatever. Like, like it, he gets basically his hand slapped and, and Leia's like, Oh, you know, pose being Poe or, you know, that kind of <laughs> pose thing will be pose. <laughs> and, uh, and, Bad uh, pose or, you know, that, that guy's trouble. Yeah. But I like him. Sure. You know, that, those kind of things, you know, and, and it's like, no, actually, by kind of doing his own thing, he got the whole bomber fleet wiped out at the very beginning of the movie. Right. And at the end of the movie, he got nearly the entire resistance wiped out with the mutiny. Right. Because he was the one who sent, who gave the okay to send uh, Finn and Rose to Canobite, which ended up getting DJ, you know, who turns on him, and then they wipe out all of those ships on their way to uh planet great great and uh and that's that could all be brought back on poe's leadership now he pretty much addresses that and i <laughs> loved it because finally he's taken like, ownership like all of the things that really bugged me about that and that was that was honestly that was my biggest complaint is that you felt like maybe your biggest complaint if i'm hearing you was that poe didn't recognize that he got Poe Poe was still on his podium <laughs> and uh gotcha <laughs> and he or pedestal pedestal and he was you know like hey what I'm doing is right until the very end when 
Holdo is, you know, well, until there's like 20 left. Well, he, he, the plan was this, you know, and, and you, I think and your biggest like, argument oh. was like, why didn't we just tell everyone the plan? We're all stuck in the same ships. You know, what's our risk? Well, and he said it too. He's like, I didn't trust. Right. And, but anyway, in the and, book, and in the book, he's dealing with it, a lot of guilt because of it. He tells the Black Squadron, which are his closest, right, you know, counterpart or homies, and and like, hey, I did this. It was my fault. I screwed up big time. And part of the reason we are here right now is because of my failings, right. And I am so glad that it was addressed. Okay, I'm just, I, and and we can move on now, just like. You know, you know they snap. So what you want to see too? Snap is, was like, we're not perfect either. We've made screw ups right. too. But damn it, you're gonna be with, you're gonna be with us, right? And so it was. It seemed like it's quick and it's done with. And now they're they've addressed it and they're kind of well, moving forward. And if there's more uh, that comes from that later, then great. But here's what I really, really, really love about this, Josh. It means you and I were right about something. Uh oh about a prediction we made last spring. No. We were, I, I feel like we're going to be just nail on the head. And it's not Redeemed, like- Redeemed, <laughs> vindicated. It's, it's not like this is an original idea. We're the only ones that have ever said this, but this- Definitely not. This definitely props Poe to take over the resistance after Leia. Sure. They're propping him up to be the leader. He is figuring out how to lead despite his shortcomings to be an overall leader and not just a flyboy. to think big picture, you know, 30,000 feet in the air, yep. then right in front of your face on the ground. So I feel like we were right about that. We were. And that goes into Maz's interaction with Poe as well. That, that's yes. solidified with Maz's interaction in the next topic, right? Yes. If you're ready, if you want to continue on that. Maz. Maz. They're really uh, making Maz to be the new Yoda. Oh yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. And it and it's not totally obvious in the Force Awakens. No, well, I mean, knowing now, other than her stature, yeah, she's short. <laughs> she's super old, and there does seem to be a wisdom about her. Sure, because of her age, but she's um, feisty. She's she, and she's, she's super, she's super chewy. quirky. Yeah. She's uh, kind of aloof sometimes. And, and, and she comes across as you don't want to take her seriously at first because, you know. Well, it's just like Yoda, right? Just like Yoda, banging yeah. On, banging yeah. on R2. And yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Yoda, you see Yoda. But there's yeah. almost he, an identical scene in the book of that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And they're really making her up to be the new Yoda, which, which is fine. Sure. I, I'm not mad at it. I, I just, and she's her own. She's got her, you know, she's not a force as far as we know, you know, force sensitive. Right. Uh, she, she's a pirate of some of sorts. Yeah. She, and then, you know, in last Jedi, we got the hollow of her just in a battle taking uh, fire and some, talking, yeah, you know? some trade dispute or strike. Yeah. Whatever. Picket line. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but I just wanted to acknowledge that, that, that this is an intentional, uh, replacement to an old wise figure sure. that is kind of quirky, but ultimately we'll you spin you, you want, one direction. And as soon as you go that direction, she'll flip you around and yeah. say, that's why it, this is what I was showing you. This is why you fail. Exactly. And, and yes, and you do need to take her serious, even when you don't think you ought to, right. You need to listen to her. And so uh, anyway, just an acknowledgement uh, that, that Kaz, Maz Kanata, 
not cows. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, sorry. I was, you, you had me thinking there for a minute. Like, <laughs> Maz is the new Yoda. Um, and just to give you a little uh, teaser for chapter four. Yeah, you are a chapter ahead of me. There is a confirmed Death Star baby in chapter oh. four. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Spoil it for me. Spoil it for me. Yes. Yes. Should I play the song? Should I hit the song real quick? Do you have no, <laughs> no, I burnt uh, it. <laughs> it's a digital file and I burnt oh, it. Oh yes. The, the whole mixer is done. I uh, that. No, it was, I audibly laughed out loud in my classroom with no one around me. The kids were gone. It was at the end of the day. And I just wanted to, like read a chapter before I went home and I'm reading it and it's talking about, it's a new character. One, okay. one that we haven't been exposed to before. Okay. But it says he was born in one ABY <laughs> and I just started <laughs> laughing. That's the babies. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, so anyway, confirmed uh, Death Star baby. You heard it here first on the Holocronicles. Yes. Yes. Chapter four. Oh, hashtag Death Star Babies. Exactly. Let's get that going. Let's exactly. get that going. All, all you Twitter followers we named at the beginning of the pod, your challenge, you BMBers out there. Well, we're we're at two right now. We're at two confirmed. Two confirmed. Ben Solo. Sure. Paige Tico. And now chapter four in Mystery Character. Resistance Reborn. Okay. Go read it. Okay. Go read it. Death Star Babies. Josh. Where can you find the Holocronicles podcast or online entities? You can find the Holocronicles on Twitter at Holocronicles. Uh, you spell that H-O-L-O-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. I typed that enough. That Correct. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can also find us uh, on Instagram at Holocronicles, YouTube at Holocronicles, and then... Uh, yeah, pretty much all major podcast networks. Wherever you found us, that's where we are <laughs> if you're listening. But if you're sharing with friends, uh, we're on lots of stuff. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, that is Apple. Anyway, other stuff. <laughs> tune core, tune in or whatever. Yep. And we, uh, our last pod, we interviewed Alan Voivod of the Star Wars 7x7 podcast and had a lot of fun with him. That was a great interview. Um, yeah. For he, me. He's a good dude and you should, you should. If you are into Star Wars, you will love his podcast. He's got to be in your playlist. I Seven minutes, seven days, days a week, week, 365 a year. And Maybe. it's, oh, not always seven. He's, he's been putting out some 12ers lately, which I'm fine with. Sure. But yeah, they're quick. They're informative. You get in and out. And uh, and yeah, he was our, our most recent guest yeah. on the Holocronicles podcast. Thank you. Okay, Josh. I know um, from time to time I have a kind of a crazy idea, maybe a theory of mine. We do this from time to time. Um, I've written and talked extensively about uh, Ray's origins. Okay, yeah. And how um, it would make a lot of sense if she was uh, the offspring of Leia and Han. Okay. Even though it seems, the closer we get to the last movie, the, the more it kind of seems like it's ridiculous to me. But, you know, the facts are the facts. Yeah. And it could make sense if done a certain way. Sure. Well, I got another one. Uh-oh. Are you doing the uh, multi-pronged approach so that you can be right one way or another? If I throw enough, right. You know, if I throw enough seed out there, sure. Something will grow. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. Because while 
if you push me on this, there's no way I believe it. <laughs> but I'm going to throw it out there just because there there's go. just a hair enough. And this is, again, a credit to the trailers yeah, and, and, and to not knowing actually much. Um, this is the kind of things that uh, run through my head at night. Keep, okay. me, keep me awake. All right. Um, Let me have it. Just so you guys know, we, Andy and I don't sometimes, or most times we get on these pods, Andy likes to surprise me with his ideas. So I don't have any time to think about them and I just have to react to his craziness. In real time. You and I are listening to Andy at the same time <laughs> trying to wonder or understand what the hell is going to come out of his mouth. Or the first time. Yes. There you go. Um, before we do that though, Josh, was there, there was something that came oh. out recently. Uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just tease this for just a second. That's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, my wife actually sent this to me and so I found it funny and I went and looked it up cause I was showing, uh, uh, Andy. Now I do share things beforehand, but it's a new cookware line for star Wars. Oh really? Oh really? And it's like really good stuff. I can't even pronounce it cause they use it all in French. Uh, it, like, it's the Star Wars X Le Creuset. I'm not saying that right, but it's C R E U S E T collection, and they've got some fantastic cookware to add to any upscale kitchen. Wow! Yeah, the first is a rare beauty of a hand painted twin sunset. Put uh, easily, uh, there's there's easily their best piece, and it's okay. the Tatooine round Dutch oven. Oh, oh yes. That sounds wonderful. You're looking at a, a, a nice sunset color on the lid with the two twin suns so adorning like, the side of this Dutch oven. So like the lid is kind of more of a reddy orange and the, and the, yeah, yeah. And more the, of a purpley and the, and the, oh, okay. sunset purpley. Yeah. Okay. And the bowl is kind of a, it's like a light blue. It's, you know, we're turning into the, the twin sure. sunset. It's Imagine a, if you will, you're, you're using your Dutch oven and as you stand in your kitchen staring at it cooking through the glass of your past, oven. Past the moisture evaporators? Yeah, you can you can just be Luke Skywalker waiting for whatever cooks in a Dutch oven, which to me is something completely different than my dad taught me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving uh, on. The next, the next fine piece you can add to your collection is Jabba the Hutt's favorite roaster. It's the, cast, it's the Han Solo and Carbonite uh, roasting pan that, mm. that literally has, uh, you know, just like you'd expect, uh, Han Solo. Adorning the, the lid Perfect. of whatever it is you're roasting inside. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I'll move on. From Ironically, that. in carbon freeze, <laughs> right? But you're cooking something. You're going to cook hot. something inside, and and uh, yeah, it won't be alive when you're done. Okay. <laughs> uh, next is another Dutch oven. In case one Dutch oven wasn't enough, they had to go with the Dark Lord of the Dutch oven, mm. and that's a a all black Vader. Very, very classy. Yeah. Very classy. Okay. Maybe you don't want all that color. Maybe you're one of those uh, very stark kitchen type of people. Yeah. This will fit in nice. Very imperial. Imperial type kitchen. Lots of metal. Yeah. Lots of uh, uh, stainless steel. Um, this is the uh, the Darth Vader Dutch oven, which of course has an image of the visage of Darth Vader on the lid. And, and other than that, it's a, a Dutch oven. Naturally. Uh, it, it was inspired by the sounds of the iron casting place. Oh, and they thought we got to make, we got to make a Vader Dutch oven. And then just real Set quickly, um, <laughs> I don't even know what to call these. Uh, what do they call this one? Uh, it's a porg. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, All right. It's a porg that you put on top of a pie and it steams out your pie. Pork pie. By, it's okay. a pork pie. And then, uh, there's a few more. There's like some, some heating pads and, and all that. It's just, so, it's just fantastic stuff. And here's the funny part is my wife sent me the link. Now, mm -hmm. like 
like a lot of wives and maybe even husbands out there, my hobby is not hers. Yes. <laughs> and she uh, uh, will watch a Star Wars movie um, if it's on release night and I've forced her to go. And, and you know, if we're watching with the kids, she'll she'll ghost in and out. But uh, for her to send some th- something Star Wars themed and say, this is pretty good stuff. Uh, I wouldn't mind if I had one of these. I was like, oh. So yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> you need a new Death Star Trevay. Trevay? A Trevay? I think so, that's yeah. what they're called. There you go. So uh, check them out. Um, they should be on everyone's Christmas list. Who they're, Every Cutler Culinary's fan's Christmas list. There okay. you go. Okay. Well, thank you, Josh. Yeah, you're welcome. That's Thanks good. for letting me uh, bring that up. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I will go check them uh, out I'll go back and put a point and be like, at this point, you can fast forward five and three minutes. That <laughs> says... All right, here's my crazy Ray right. theory for uh, episode nine. And that is that Palpatine is not in the movie. Okay. He's not physically in the movie. Right. Um, and that the the little uh, side profile of a hooded figure kind of mechanically walking right. towards Ray is actually the dark Ray that we saw in, in the D23 footage. Okay. Here's how I got there. Okay. Um. Bringing back uh, uh, somebody that we thought has been gone for three movies, you know, since the end of Return right. of the Jedi, does seem, on one hand, a bit of a stretch. Okay. Um, not to say that it can or won't happen, or they could not execute that in some way that is cool. But um, Looks like they're trying, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but just let me throw this at you. See if it, throw it against the wall, see if it sticks. Okay. Um. In The Last Jedi, when Rey gets up to that kind of mirrored stone and she sees, she's hoping to see an image of who her parents are, where she's from, she just gets a lot of rays. Right. And there's that snap scene and it's just a lot of rays front to back. And, uh, and, and one could interpret that as, you know, as someone who has claimed she is no one from nowhere, if she was a clone, that makes a lot of sense. Clones aren't from anywhere necessarily from any one per se, you know, who knows where they got the genetic, right? Whatever for her. Maybe it's one person. Maybe it's made up of a few who knows, you know, Luke's hand, for example, or Anakin's whatever. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of options. there. (laughs) There's pieces of Anakin. All (laughs) easy with whatever. (laughs) Um, I think he's fine. Anyway. uh, But as someone who's known from nowhere, a clone does kind of explain that. Sure. And the image of the bunch of rays, you know, from behind looking back to the future in the forward, she, that is one interpretation of that. Okay. Another interpretation that maybe there is another, you know, this, this uh, fleet of dead destroyers, you know, uh, star destroyers. Right. They do need to be, if they are going to be ran, they do need to be ran by some, something or someone and a force using clone could explain, you know, that's why a bunch were made. And for whatever reason, just like when things are cloned in other movies, there's always one that doesn't work out. I sure. think of like iRobot, right? Not clones, but this, uh, a robot. I actually think of family guy when Stewie on himself too much. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I can't say a it. logical, <laughs> a logical direction anyway. Um, but there's also the scene in the last Jedi when, uh, when Luke finally goes to instruct Ray, you know, feel the force. What do you see? You know, light, darkness. And then 
she immediately just dives down the hole that represents the dark side. And Luke freaks out like you didn't even try and stop it. You yeah. just went right to the dark side. Well, well, the reason being because Ray's one of Ray's biggest things as is for a lot of people is who am I? And she went right down to the dark side because that is from where she came. That's where she originates out of a dark side presence, AKA Palpatine contingency plan, operation cinder, if you want to go real deep and yep. old stuff. But, yep. um, but again, that's one way you could explain it. And it does track through, um, the movies that if, and there are clones in the sequel trilogy, they've, they've been mentioned, um, in the force awakens and, uh, <laughs> and so, so that it's a way that that can be explained while addressing the origins of Ray and not having Palpatine in the movie. And the dark Ray that she faces is the, is an actual dark Ray that she has to overcome and that maybe her and Ben have to overcome together or, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't totally fleshed this idea out, but, but as a, as just an idea, maybe. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it just because um, there are some, you know, some founding facts there. Like you, you pointed out, which are, we've had clones before clones are, it wouldn't be a mystery that a clone, you know, Palpatine basically won his position based on clones. Right. So why wouldn't he utilize that technology maybe in some sort of contingency plan? We talked about, I think we, this was part of your original was raise a sleeper clone, right? She's a sleeper cell. Possible. Possible sleeper cell. Um, I like your connection to the multi views in her, in her vision. Um, and then to, to maybe have that, the contingency plan get enacted by uh, the will of Palpatine. Now, what I will say is that while you say that Palpatine's not in here, I think there's, I think, I don't, I hate to try and go back to this, but I think there is still a possibility of a relic live forever, like a death scenario where Palpatine's trying to come back. So maybe what we're like seeing, a Harry Potter kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, Horcrux. Yeah, for sure. But, but you know, the essence, which is not, by the, the way, that is not an original idea to Harry Potter where like the S the spirit, uh, you know, the whole idea of a mummy, you know, right. like the spirit possesses a, an inanimate thing to essentially live on and, and come back, you know? Right. And so you have, you know, the Vader's helmet, you have the dagger, you know, that could be, Possibly. that could Possibly. be another relic that, or maybe a relic killer, uh, you know, essence killer. Yeah. Um, something along those lines, uh, which is why she's sporting it. But, that, so that's, but again, the only thing that keeps me from really wanting to just say, yeah, that's, we, we can flesh this all out is two and a half hours and maintaining an audience, you know, that's, that's not going to go, what the hell, you know, right. That would be a lot to here. throw on right. a, an, on a rookie audience <clears throat> yeah. member. Yeah. So, but then again, with the right setup, if you spend 10 minutes doing it right with, you know, maybe a good vision of this is how it was going to be, you know, and where you, you can follow that trail and mm -hmm. in 10 or, you know, not 10, five to 10 minutes, really tell the story, you know, concisely kind of a Lord of the Rings, you know, beginning, like this is how we got here. And, yeah. and it, you understood it when yeah. it was done. Right. Like, yeah. so this is how we got here. Um, maybe based off of Palpatine's reveal through a wraith, or, you know, some type of a stored Sith message. Holocron. Right. Ooh, yeah. Mm. I still believe the Wraith is, is what we're talking about. I mean, okay. his Wraiths that he put out in 
that basically said enacted cinder in his last t- will and testament, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. so we might be pulling from non-canon. No, I think that's aftermath. Oh, that is the wraith is definitely an aftermath. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it instructs instructs the, the guy there. I forget his name anyway, but that's aftermath. So it's canon. Okay. So, um, anyway, but again, how do we pull the audience in? How do we and, convince and that, them that this is a legit? Yeah. And will that fulfill the Star Wars, the, the Skywalker legacy? So I don't, I haven't really thought about that either. You know, will, how does that fulfill the start the Skywalker legacy as in? Oh yeah. That's one of the questions. Like what does the rise of Skywalker mean? What does that even mean? Right. So, and how well, does, of course, that, how does the rise of Skywalker mean if Kylo's not around and he's the actual last Skywalker? Maybe he's, don't ask he's all these around. questions. All right. Said he had 12. All right. But I like that idea. So I don't know if we want to talk about it. Let's throw it out there on the wall. I'm not saying it's right now. It's, it's slowly sliding down the wall. It's sliding, but it's, it's like as the good scene as any in, other. It's like the scene in Billy Madison when they throw the pickles against the window and they, yeah, having races. <laughs> they called the shit poop. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. So, uh, it's got as much validity as anything else. Um, and they, they let you see dark Ray. So I think they're maybe priming the audience for that. So it's not a pure surprise. Yeah, so you, what you could be crazy. seeing in these trailers right now is priming the audience for, for what's going to happen. So you won't be just shocked. Oh my God, Palpatine. No, we're all kind of used to it. And then, oh man, a dark ray. No, we, we've seen it. We're used to it. So now they can have a chance to, to make the story happen without that being the overriding surprise for everyone. Okay. Well, it's not the, I don't think it's the craziest thing I've ever thought of. Well, that's for sure. You wore that outfit. <laughs> Hey, okie dokie, zinger, Josh, yeah, Josh one, Andy zero. <laughs> um, but in closing, okay, go uh, look at some Legos unused. Yeah, you know, you know, it's a second hand, not a bad way to go. Check off or um, up. Check your local listings. There's uh, a new book, Resistance Reborn, that you should go read because it's like episode eight point five. You're going to get some uh, some backstory to the last movie, which can only be good. Rebecca Roanhorse can only help. And if you're on Audible, it's read by the Mark illustrious Thompson. Mark Thompson. It's awesome. And it's in chapter best. four, there is a confirmed Death Star baby. And there's a confirmed Death Star baby. Yes. yes. All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us at the Holocronicles on the Holocronicles podcast. Uh, find us on Twitter at Holocronicles. And all your major podcast networks. You guys are awesome. Thanks to all our followers that we mentioned at the Shout beginning. Shout out to the BMB. And many more. All right, see, see you guys. guys. See ya. Mace lives, 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 lives. This party's over. What you say, Mace? Take a seat. Oh, snap. For your own good, stay out of this thing. What you told me is true. You will gain my trust. Please trust me.